Welcome to Pathway to Faith with Bishop Steve Howe. Turn your expectations high as you receive the word from our man of God. Prepare yourself to hear a life-changing message. Let's tune in now. Uh, I shared with you that there are basically three uh, propositional ways of thinking. Three propositional ways of thinking, and, and I won't go over it. Uh, just touch the highlight of it because I've already taught it last service. But but the major thinking of people is is that God is in control of everything. And they used to make this statement, whatever God's got for you, uh, you're going to get it. But but it's a nice it sounds wonderful, but it's not a statement of truth. Uh, the will of God does not automatically come to pass in our lives. We have to cooperate. And then there's this group of people who think the devil is running everything and that the devil is doing this and the devil is doing the other. And the only reason they can't go forward is because the devil is holding them back. Well, we discovered in the word of God that the devil is not holding us back because the devil doesn't have the keys. Jesus took the keys from him, praise God. And Jesus gave the keys to the church. He gave the keys, the authority and the power, the rule. He gave it to every child of God, to every believer. Can everybody say amen? And so God has done all that he is going to do. God has done all he's going to do about your health. He's done all that he's going to do about your wealth. God has done all that he's going to do about your business. God has done all he's going to do about your marriage and your family. It's up to you now. The abundant life is already paid for. Are you listening to me, child of God? The abundant life that Jesus Christ has made available, it has already been paid for. You can't pay for something that's already been paid. So the life, the life of God, the God kind of life, the abundant life has already been paid for you and for me, for every believer and it was paid for by the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So the abundant life is already paid for by Jesus. So now, based upon what you hear, what you know, what you perceive and what you understand will determine how you live or appropriate the promises of God. And the promises of God is 7,487 promises. Get a hold of that. 7,487 promises God has made to you as a child of God. Now, this is a scary thought that God has appropriated 7,487 promises so that you and I can walk in victory in every area of our lives. And isn't a scary thought that out of 7,487 promises, you may not be appropriating not even one or 10 or 20 or 100. And even if you're appropriating 1,000, there's still 6,487 left. Glory be to Jesus. And God has gave, given us these promises so that we can walk in victory in every area of our lives. Can somebody say amen? So tonight we're going to talk about ignorance is a destroyer. Ignorance is a destroyer. Amen. Now, let's go ahead. Nugget number one, please. Let's let's put it up on the screen 
and let me get busy. It's time to work. Nugget number one. Ready? Let's read together. You prosper relative to the development of your soul. Let's say it again. You prosper relative, come on, to the development of your soul. Let's say it again. You prosper. Talking about you. Talking about me. Talking about us. We prosper relative to the development of our souls. Nugget number two, please. Nugget number two, please. The soul is the part of mankind where the mind, the will, and emotions are stored or housed. The soul, the soul, the psyche, the soul is the part of man where the mind, the will, and emotions are housed. Nugget number three, please. The person, you got to get this, the person of Jesus Christ, he brings us salvation. Are you saved tonight? I said, are you saved tonight? Even though you're saved, that doesn't guarantee that you'll walk in victory because the person of Jesus only brings salvation. Nugget number four. The principles, that's where we go. And we can also say principles means faithfully engaging in the process. The principles of Jesus brings us success. So the person of Jesus, we get saved. We receive Jesus as our personal Lord and Savior, and we receive salvation. But yes, you're saved, so that gives you access to heaven. But you're not in heaven now. Receiving Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, it gives you access to heaven when that time comes, yes? But you're not in heaven now. You're still on the earth. Glory to God. So you need something to happen in the earth. And what you need to happen in the earth is for the life that Jesus purchased, the abundant life to be manifested in your life. Well, the principles of Jesus, that's what brings the success of the abundant life. Can somebody say amen? Last nugget tonight, nugget number five. Did I give you number four? I did give you number four. Look, look at the last one I want to give you tonight. The level of your health and prosperity. I'm slowing down for a reason. The level of your health and prosperity will depend upon how much your mind knows. Ooh, geez. Notice we haven't said a thing about the devil. As a matter of fact, we're going to ignore him tonight because he needs to be ignored. And we're going to focus on Jesus and what he promised that is ours. And by faith, we'll have it right now. Can somebody say amen? Let's read this one more time. The level of your health and prosperity will depend upon how much your mind knows. Question, how much does your mind know? Well, your mind knows to the degree that you've been feeding the proper information into your mind. Is this helping anybody? Now, let's go to 3 John. Let's go to 3 John. Not the gospel, but the epistle. Let's go to 3 John, verse 2. Familiar passive scripture. Now, notice we're talking about ignorance is a destroyer. The Webster Dictionary defines ignorance as lacking 
lacking knowledge, lacking knowledge or comprehension. The Webster Dictionary defines ignorance as untutored, lack of schooling. Oh, my. Lack of schooling, lack of tutoring. And we've already for a foundational uh, chapter and verse, we've been using Hosea 4, 6, where God said that God's people perish for the lack of knowledge. So it is important what kind of church and what church you go to. I said it is important. It is important. It is important where you go to church because you need to be going to a church or be a part of a ministry that is feeding you the word of God. So you might obtain the knowledge of God about who you are in Christ, what you can have in Christ, what you can do in Christ and where you can go in Christ and how you're to live in Christ. So where you go to church is of utmost importance. Now, look at third John. John, John is writing uh, this letter, this really kind of a note, but he's writing this letter in third John uh, verse uh, we're dealing with verse two, but the whole the whole chapter, John is writing this to one of his spiritual sons. And, and, and look, look what he says. He says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper. Now, this is this is John, the beloved, who is talking to his spiritual son, Gaius, G-A-I-U-S. And he's look what he says to him. He says, beloved, I pray that you prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Do, do, do you see that? So this godly man, Gaius, who the apostle, we call John the apostle of love, he, he called him well-beloved. So, so apostle John is expressing in his verbiage how much he loves his spiritual son. And he doesn't just call his name. He calls him beloved. So he's expressing, letting him know and everybody else know that he's not just a, a faithful man of God, but I love him. Oh, God. And because I love him, look what he says. He says, I desire material, physical and spiritual prosperity in your life, son. John the beloved, notice what he says to his spiritual son. He says, he said, I desire that material, physical and spiritual prosperity be in your life. John also commends him in a few verses later. He commends his spiritual son on his faithfulness to the things of God. Hallelujah to God. And because of his faithfulness, John, his spiritual father in the gospel, in the Lord, he wants his son blessed. Well, just like John, the beloved, wants his spiritual sons blessed. I want my spiritual sons and daughters to be blessed. I want them to prosper and be in health, even as their soul prospers. So I got to find out the principles, the, the, the roadmap in which Apostle John used uh, that the blessings of God might rest on his spiritual son. And if we apply those same principles, the blessings of God will reside, amen, in an abundant way uh, uh, in our lives. Can somebody say amen? Now, now notice again, look at verse two. Notice John adds to the prayer. So, so John is praying. He's praying over uh, Gaius and he's praying this prayer. He said, beloved, I pray that you may prosper. He's praying. 
and be in health. And then notice here, he says, just as, just as. So when he injects just as, he is saying that, that I'm praying that, that, that there'll be an even flow. That, j- that just like you prosper in your health, just like you prosper uh, uh, in your wealth, I, I pray that there'll be a, a parallel, that there'll be a, an, uh, what can I say, a simultaneous, as, as your soul prospers, I pray that your finances will also uh, uh, ascend. As your soul prosper, I pray that your health will follow the same direction, just as. So, so just as your health goes, I want your prosperity to go. Just as your prosperity goes, all of it will go relative to the development and the advancement of your soul, your mind. Is this, is this good news? He says, may you prosper relative to the development of your soul. That was our first nugget. Now, let's look at 1 Thessalonians real quick. 1 Thessalonians. John says, may you prosper relative to the development of your soul. Let's go to 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 5. And let's look together at verse 23. Verse 23. If you're there, say amen. Now, now, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely and may your whole what may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ so so this writing from apostle Paul to the church at Thessalonica he is letting us know that we are a tripart being and, and first he says, we are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a body. By and large, the world only believes that we're body and soul. But we're not body and soul. We're spirit. We are, we are spirit. We've been made in the image and the likeness and the similitude of God. We are spirit. We are spirit. We have a soul and we live in a physical body. Is this helping anybody? The soul is the part of mankind where the mind and the will and emotions are housed. The soul is the part of mankind where the mind, the will, and the emotions of mankind are housed. The soul is the part of mankind where the mind, the will, and emotions are housed. Mind is the seat of your reasoning and your core beliefs. The solical part of your soul, the mind, the will, and the emotions are all parts of your soul. The mind is the seat of your reasoning. And your core beliefs. Will is the power that you use to make a decision and commit to it. Your emotions are a super powerful force that God has given you to tie the other two or to bring all three together. 
Oh, Jesus. Your emotions is a super powerful force that God has given to you to tie all the others together. Why? Because if you tie, if you tie, the, if you tie the mind, the will, and the soul together, the Bible says that a threefold cord is not easily broken. So it takes the emotions of the soulish realm to tie your mind and your will together. So when your emotions wrap itself around your mind and your will and they're flowing together, it creates a powerful force. And nothing, absolutely nothing can stop you. Glory be to Jesus. You are spirit and your spirit is your innermost part. Your spirit. When you were born again, a complete inner transformation took place. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. And old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So the day that you were born again, nothing happened to your mind. Nothing happened to your body. The only thing that was transformed was your spirit. And God made you supernaturally just like him. So the mind of God, you have that mind on the inside of your spirit. So your, your walk of victory in life is not a spirit problem. It's a soul problem. It's not even a body problem. Because your body has to obey your mind. Your body has to obey your soul. Whatever way your mind, your soul is tell your body to go, that's where it goes. Are you listening to me? So our challenge is, is to renew our minds. That's what Paul said. And be ye transformed in Romans chapter 12 by the renewing of your mind. Why? So that your mind will be renewed to the will of God. So that what God wills for you, your mind agrees. And there's power in agreement. So when you got saved, your spirit man, amen, came alive unto God. And, and your spirit man always want to do the will of God. So your battle then, child of God, is not the devil. Your challenge, really, your spiritual warfare is in your mind. That's where the real battlefield is. The things that are hindering you and stopping you from going forward and having the life that Jesus has promised is the way you think. The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So your life is a sum total. When you look around at the manifestations in your life, that is a sum total of the way you've been thinking. You've heard me say, and I'll say it again, if you can change the way a man thinks, you can change the way he lives. Oh, Jesus. So everything you will ever need in your Christian life has already been provided. Everything that you need to be successful in this Christian walk, this Christian journey has already been provided by Jesus. But you must renew your mind and release, amen, the things of God to declare the will of the Lord, to speak the word of God. And you will overcome every obstacle, every battle, every hindering force that would try to stop you from having what God says is rightfully yours. Is this helping anybody at all? Now, again, remember, the person of Jesus Christ, 
He brings us salvation. How many of you are saved tonight? Yeah, isn't that wonderful? But you can be saved and be broke. Let me see your hands again. How many of you are saved and love Jesus? They're both hands. Yeah, I see you. I see you in the living room, your dining room, on the job. Yes, indeedy. And I agree with you, you're saved. But you know you can be saved and love Jesus and be sick. You can be saved, love Jesus, and living beneath your privileges. You can love Jesus, can't pay your bills. Ain't nobody helping me now. Are you listening to me? So receiving Jesus as your personal Savior, all that does is give you access to heaven. The Bible says that when you take your last breath, the dead in Christ shall rise first. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up. All, all that happens when you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord is that it gives you, you are granted access to heaven when you die. Now, that's wonderful, but I'm not dead yet. <laughs> are you listening to me? And the bills are still coming. So I, so I need to know how, what has Jesus done for me so that I can be successful while I'm alive? Glory to God. And so I've already shared with you, I think it was uh, nugget number four, that the principles of Jesus brings us success. The principles of Jesus brings us success. Or engaging faithfully in the word of God, in the will of God, being obedient to the word of God faithfully, that is what produces the abundant life in our individual and personal lives. The person of Jesus, we get saved. But practicing what he said to do brings us success. It brings us the abundant life. I'm going to say it again. To receive the person of Jesus, to make him our personal Savior and Lord, that gives us access to heaven. But to engage in the principles, the commandments, the teachings that he told us to walk faithfully in, that is what produces the abundant life in our own individual personal lives. Ooh-wee. Now, the level of your health and prosperity will depend upon how much your mind knows. The level of your health and prosperity will depend upon how much your mind knows. And once your mind knows something, then your will have something that to attach itself to. So when I know what God says, and then I will to do it. Glory to God. And I will to do it. I don't care what it looks like. I don't, I don't care what people are saying. I don't care about the circumstances. I know what the will of God is, and I add my will to his will for my life. And then I get excited about it. Now I'm adding emotions. Man, I'm into it. I'm all in. Glory to God. I'm all in. I don't, amen. I'm not walking by sight now. I'm walking by faith. I'm all in. I'm not moved by what I see or what I hear. I'm only moved by the word of God. God said it. I believe it. It's settled in my mind. I will to do it. I add emotions to it, meaning nothing's going to stop me. The supernatural power of God is energizing me to do the will of God, no matter what it looks like. And in that case, I can do the will of God faithfully, even if it looks like I'm losing. I can stay faithful to the will of God, even though people around me are laughing and are saying that I look like a fool. But that's all right. I know what God says. I add my will to his will. Glory to God. And I'm excited about it. 
Hallelujah to Jesus. And as a result of that, it will produce the abundant life that God has provided for you and I. Hosea said, God's people perish for the lack of knowledge. So now that you're saved, I've said this for many, many years. My mentor taught me this years ago, Apostle Price and Dad Hagen, that after you get born again, the number one thing that you need to engage in is finding out who you are in Christ Jesus. And Paul said, he said, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. And so people of God, I'm going to say what Apostle Paul said, brothers and sisters, I would not have you to be ignorant that your problem is not the world and your problem is not the devil. And your God that we serve, he has done all that he's going to do. So if you're looking for God to do something, you're already in deception because whatever God's going to do, he's already done it. Are you listening to me? And if there's something you see in the word of God that you know you're supposed to have and it's not manifesting in your life, God said that you have the power, you have the keys and whatever you bind will be bound and whatever you loose will be loose. Are you listening? There's a, there's a time to pray. There's a time to cry. There's, there's a time for everything. But there's also a time when you have to get up and declare your rights in Christ Jesus. And how can you declare it if you don't know it? And how can you know your rights unless you know the will of God? This is the roadmap. So the word of God says, study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed so that you can rightfully divide the word of truth. The word of God also says that the Holy Ghost at that given moment, at that given time, that he will bring those things to your remembrance. Well, he can't bring something to your remembrance if it's something you've never known. And how can you know if you haven't studied? And if you're in a good church like this, all you have to do is just continuously listen to my teachings over and over and over and over. Get this message that I've been ministering on about ignorance is a destroyer. Ignorance is a robber. And just listen to it over and over and over and over and over and over. And what will be happening, you'll be transforming the way you think. And as your thinking change, your life will change. Hallelujah. So we're taking the word of God and we're driving ignorance all the way out of your cranium. We're taking the word of God and we're driving ignorance all the way out of your soul. We're taking the word of God and we're driving ignorance all the way out of your soul each rim. So you'll discover who you are in Christ and walk in the victory that Jesus purchased for you over 2000 years ago. So remember, people of God. That the devil is not your problem. Ignorance is the issue. But we're taking the word of God and we're eradicating ignorance in every area of our lives because we're discovering who we are in Christ. And in Christ Jesus, we are a powerful force. We're a powerful force individually and we're a powerful force when we come together. One can put a thousand to flight. But two can put 10,000. Man, when we come together, and the devil hates the church when we come together because unity is power. Glory to God. And so today we come in agreement that the will of God for our lives, the will of God for our children, the will of God for our family, amen, we declare that God's will shall be so. And we have the keys, we have authority, we have access, we have the power, we have the right to declare the word of the Lord over any and every situation 
and believe by faith that what we say, it will surely come to pass. So tonight I declare you're the head and not the tail. You're on top and you're not beneath. And no weapon formed against you will be able to prosper. I salute you, child of God. You're on your way to victory in every area of your life. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and thank God tonight for the word of God. I pray that you've been blessed. I pray that you've been blessed. God loves you so much. His grace and his mercy. I started out talking about, uh, I think I mentioned Psalms 122 about David. And uh, he had just been forgiven for his sins. And he was, he was so overwhelmed that God could and would forgive him for, for lying and cheating. God would forgive him for for sexual immorality he was he was so glad he was so glad to find out that God had a reservoir of forgiveness God had a reservoir of grace that God had a reservoir of mercy and I'm so glad tonight I'm smiling because that reservoir is still full And I'm thanking God, not only was grace and mercy available for David, but grace and mercy is available for you. Wow, what an amazing message. Thank you for listening to our Pathway to Faith broadcast. If you're ever in the Kansas City metro area, join Bishop and Dr. Howe at Harvest Church International Outreach, 4300 North Corrington Avenue, Kansas City, Missouri, 64117. Or catch our services live online at www.harvestchurchkc.org. Be blessed.